Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome in to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Full show tonight. And yes, I'm in studio. Why is all of a sudden... Jason DeRusha acting like he doesn't see me in studio a lot. I'm always in studio. Jason? Jason's the one that's always ditching us and going on vacation. All these fancy places that he's going to. Where's he jet-setting to tomorrow? Or for the holidays? There's no telling. I'm just having fun. I love Jason DeRusha. All right, happy to have you guys along for the ride for the next three hours. Happy to be produced tonight. But Josh Wheeler. Yes, sir. This is me and Josh uh, working together for the first time. You're new to WCCO. Welcome mm-hmm. in. 
I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being part of the show. Um, you know, we like to share the sugar, so don't you oh, know, yeah. feel, feel free to if you want to speak up and weigh in or say something. Well, that's just how I roll. Yeah, I, I don't mind sports takes. All right, all right. So it's it's good to have you here, and, and Josh going to be with us tonight in for uh, Christopher Tubbs. All right, the first topic tonight that we start with is really one where I want to get some listener um, participation because I, I want to hear your guys' opinions and perspectives on this first topic because it involves all of us, quite frankly, Okay, as Minnesota sports fans. Minnesota, right now in this specific moment, we have a window. Okay, And I guess you could say technically every market out there, they have a window with star athletes. But we have more star athletes than maybe some other cities do. Okay, And I feel like we have to make the most of this window. With Anthony Edwards, we have an emerging superstar in the NBA. With Kirill Kaprizov, we have an emerging superstar in the NHL. With Byron Buxton, I'm not going to say that he's a superstar in Major League Baseball, but there's only so many superstars in Major League Baseball because they don't do a great job of marketing their guys. But he's a star. All right, and everybody in, in, in baseball, if you're a baseball fan, you know who Byron Buxton is. And, of course, we have the best wide receiver, Mr. I do the gritty when I score touchdowns, Justin Jefferson, who is going to be one of the big-time stars, if not already, stars in the National Football League. So we have this window of guys that we're staring at in Minnesota that are stars. But this is the problem, okay? This is the problem, and this is why I want your assistance with this. When we look at these stars, and you also factor in the teams that they play for, who do you have the most faith in that they're going to get us a championship? Who, who do you have the most faith in that they're going to get us close to a championship? 651-461-9226. And I say this because we traditionally don't capitalize on these opportunities, clearly. Okay? Now, with the Minnesota Lynx, we capitalized in a big way. Back years ago when we had Kirby Puckett, we capitalized on Kirby Puckett to the tune of two championships. But we traditionally don't capitalize on these opportunities. When we had Kevin Garnett, didn't get anything done. Yeah, we, we were getting close to the, you know, winning a Western Conference Finals and all of that. It didn't happen, though. How about the greatest receiver I've ever seen, Randy Moss? Randy Moss. What about the opportunity there? It didn't work out. How about when we had Maurer and Morneau? I thought that I think that we all in Minnesota, as Twins fans, we thought it was going to happen, right? We got guys winning MVPs. Didn't happen. What about Adrian Peterson? All world, all day. Kevin Love. You got to factor the Minnesota Wild here. I remember on July the 4th being on the air for five hours, Josh, when we signed Zach Parisi mm-hmm. and Ryan Suter. 
Everybody thought, oh, championship. Oh, yeah. Identical contracts. <laughs> Let's go. We were fired up. So when I look at Garnett and Moss and Maurer and Morneau and Peterson and Love and Parisi and Suter, those are missed opportunities with outstanding star quality players. Right now, we've got Ant, we've got Carrillo, we've got JJ, we got Buxton. Who is going to be that person in terms of that star player and the organization that gets us there? 651 461 9226. If you have to take one out of the group in the allotment that I just told you, who are you riding with, Josh? Uh, I'm going to go JJ just because, I mean, you've already pretty much beaten Randy Moss into the ground as far as the records go. And, uh, I think you have a well-rounded team minus maybe the defense for this season for the Vikings and I think that's the one that's that's the one that has the cart the farthest up the hill right now. I feel like all these big stars are pretty much pushing a cart up a hill and we're but, waiting to get to but the But I'm top talking about in the over. window, not necessarily this season, okay? Not okay. just this season. Let, let's talk about the short window. Let's let's say I'll give you I'll give you let's say the between now and the next 5 years. Mm, I'd say ant Ant's got the longevity, and I think he's already kind of established himself as far as kind of what this team is trying to build around over those next five years, just because you've kind of started to add some pieces. I mean, you know, granted, they've had the cat uh, grow bear problem this year. Mm -hmm. but um, I think as far as just kind of the window being open for an opportunity to be a, a championship team, yeah, I think Ant kind of is the most promising one out of that whole group. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back and we'll take your phone call, 651-461-9226, because I do think that it's J.J. I think he potentially is the guy. But we'll take your phone calls on this topic next year on The Lake Show. Who's going to get it hot? What Minnesota athlete and said team is going to take advantage of this window, the window of opportunity for Minnesota to win a championship or get even close? Will it be Anthony Edwards and the Wolves, Kareel and the Wild? JJ and the Vikings, Buxton and the Twins, 651 461 9226. And I stated that I believe that I, I, I got to go with JJ just because Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the entire league. And I've said that for the last couple of years now. I do think that Kevin, Kevin O'Connell and what he's doing and what he's building absolutely has to get a lot of props. But I will say this. It's not to say that I don't believe in Anthony Edwards because I'm the biggest Anthony Edwards fan out there, right? But I'm not sure what necessarily we're building with the Wolves and the way that we're constructing the team and giving away draft picks in the Rudy trade. Um, what are you going to continue to surround Anthony Edwards with? Buxton, um, what are we going to continue to surround Byron Buxton with? Kirill, absolutely, I think, is probably number two on my list. I know that you said Ant. And I think that Ant's in the mix, Yeah, but I got to go with J.J. number one overall. Mm-hmm. For That's sure. the way I view it. And, and I think before we jump into it here, I think a lot of people are kind of not catching this. under. I think it's under the radar that J.J. is coming up on that single season record. Yep. And not a lot of people are talking about it because of just how kind of inconsistent the Vikings have been. Throughout <laughs> the years. That's a big part of it, yeah. No yeah. question about it. All right, let's take a phone call from uh, Bruce. He wants to weigh in. Bruce. What player do you have the most faith in and what organization you think backs them up to, to get us close to a championship? I think the Vikes have the best chance. I like uh, the coach there. I think that 
Bill Belichick had a lot to do with winning championships. Lombardi had a lot to do with winning championships. But what players? Like, 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 we can, we can, we, but, but also factor in the players that I just mentioned from Anthony Edwards to Carrillo to JJ to Buxton because, yeah, we can. I love all those players, but yeah. So you got the most, you got the most faith. So you got the most faith in, in Justin Jefferson. Well, I don't know. If it's just players, I have faith in the organization that they can win. And, I mean, it takes a combination of a good organization and great players. The Vikings need to add some more pieces, especially on the offensive line. But, yeah, I think they can do it more than more than anybody else other than the links. Yep, yep. Okay, I got your eye. Right, thanks for the phone call from Bruce. But this is the reason why I start with the player. And then I think about the organization. Let me let me let me let me let me make it more clear for you guys. And we can take more phone calls at 651-461-9226. Sometimes in sports, star players rise above and get to the championship, even though the organization has made mistakes, they've had flaws, even overcome some bad coaching decisions. So that's why I'm focused in on the player first, and then you factor in the organization that they're playing for. Because he just mentioned Belichick, right? Yeah. Did y'all watch what happened with the Patriots over the weekend? Y'all see that? Tom Brady, I I know that Tom Brady's not looking great in Tampa right now, but I think that when we look back to the time of Tom Brady winning rings, in New England, it was more about Brady than it was about Belichick. And by the way, Tom Brady won a championship in Tampa as well. That he did. Won a couple. Yeah. No, no, he won one in Tampa. Oh, that's right. Yeah, one. Yeah. Now, they, yeah. now, now I, I thought they possibly could win two. Yeah. I, I don't think, think a lot of people thought they would start kind of another dynasty. But once Grant came back, for sure, I think a lot of people started to piece that together. And now it's just Tampa's starting to once again Tampa. It's <laughs> over. All right, yeah. so so the other thing that I was thinking about with this is just looking back at traditionally and historically the opportunities that we missed out on with Garnett, who ended up winning a championship elsewhere, uh, Randy Moss, Joe Maurer, Adrian Peterson, um, Kevin Love. We had Parisi. We had Suter. We had more. No, we, we weren't able to get it done, okay? Those were the missed opportunities. Of all of those players, I think that the one that when we talk about how close were we, I think that the one that I look back in, I guess me emotionally, I'm most attached to in terms of not getting to that championship is KG. Yeah. Because KG was that guy that was here for so long. Yep. And his effort, his intensity, his energy, and just being the face of the franchise. Because he is the face of Minnesota basketball yeah. with the Timberwolves to this day. Yeah, I don't think we would have the success of Minnesota Timberwolves basketball if it wasn't for Kevin Garnett. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He put us on the map, okay? The kid. Now, I know that some people will say, well, hold on now. You talk about opportunities and how close KG, how good KG was for his run as a member of the Timberwolves. But what about Randy Moss and how close we got with Randy Moss? Because we did go to multiple, multiple NFC championships and couldn't get over the hump, right? We had the Randall Cunningham year. We had the Dante Culpepper, 
uh, 41. Don't know which, by the way, I just I still, for the life of me, I can't understand how we he, lost 41. Here's my difference with that. When we had KG at the prime young KG age, mm-hmm. him, and, him and Steph were untouchable. And if they would have just given in to paying him the same money that KG got, I don't. I, I we probably might be talking about the Timberwolves potentially at least having a NBA Finals appearance, maybe even a title if that, because they I, were untouchable. I actually think that. So you know the thing that derailed us getting out of that Western Conference Finals and into that championship that year. Yeah. Was remember all those in, uh, injuries that we had down the stretch? Yep. Sam Cassell. We even had Derek Martin. We had all these guys getting nicked up and banged up and all of that stuff. And that was just, that was super frustrating. But that's what Minnesota sports has been, though, Josh. Yeah. It has been missed opportunity after missed opportunity after missed opportunity. I give so much credit to the Minnesota Lynx because those women are awesome mm-hmm. and they've been badasses and they have gotten us to the promised land. Rest in peace to the great Kirby Puckett because he made sure that he cemented the Minnesota Twins as champions in 87 and 91. Yep. And I'll never forget it. Like, I remember 87. That was awesome. But 91 was sweeter. And yeah. i tell you why. Because I was a freshman at Morehouse in Atlanta that year. And when you're on campus and all of the Atlanta Braves fans are surrounding you and the boys of Minnesota are just <laughs> clapping it up and we're, and we're rocking out after Game 7 in Graves Hall on, on the campus of Morehouse College, that was a special moment I'm never going to forget. That can't, was special. Can't wait for it to happen again, maybe. Oh, gosh. I think, I, think we're, we're, I think we're moving backwards and forwards right now, but yeah. Uh, you, you know, I, I wish we were on, we'll a, get into that. On, on a different trajectory. All right, uh, 651-461-9226. We go from that topic um, to a Minnesota Twins topic that I'd love to get your reaction to because I have to admit – I don't get the Joey Gallo signing. Same. I'll tell you why. Coming up next year on The Lake Show. All right, Henry Lake, The Lake Show. Josh Wheeler producing here on The Good Neighbor until 9 o'clock. A little bit later in the show, we're going to make an effort to check in with Dan Hayes from The Athletic. I want to talk to him about free agency, hot stove stuff with, uh, with Dan Hayes. But for this specific segment, I want to talk about a signing that caught me off guard. And I'm scratching my head still a little. And he was introduced, Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo, in my opinion, um, has a lot to prove. Like, a lot, a lot to prove. Joey Gallo, I don't think, is somebody that's ever lived up to the hype of what people thought that Joey Gallo was going to be. And I'm not trying to sit here and state that Joey Gallo is not going to be a good signing for the Minnesota Twins because I don't know that. It'll all play out in the wash. We'll see how it goes. But the reason why I'm surprised that the Joey Gallo signing is because me, like most Twins fans, have been frustrated the last several years with the strikeouts that we were seeing from Miguel Sano. Miguel Sano, I said this doing post games at Target Field, was a striking out too damn much. Mm-hmm. And it was infuriating to all Twins fans 
And I know that there were, you know, he missed a bunch of games with injuries and stuff like that, and we were concerned about, you know, whether he's in shape. And all. I get that. that. That's a different thing. But the strikeouts were just whew, rough. Mm-hmm. Joey Gallo strike out, strikes out just as much as Miguel Samo, uh, Sano. Mm, yeah. And actually, if you look at some of the years, he struck out more. So <laughs> I know that Joey Gallo is somebody that you look at and you say, okay, yeah, he's a name player. It's a flashy name, yeah. It, but that means nothing to me. I'm right. glad that you said that. A flash, he, <laughs> he, yeah. That's it, all it, it is looks right good now. on paper. I'm like, ooh, Joey Gallo. Yeah, that was great five years ago, but yes. not anymore. <laughs> it, it's, 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 the name recognition is – that's it. And look, when he gets a hold of one, it's going out. Yeah. But people, his batting average is way worse than Miguel Sano's. And I, look – I know that we'll have the hot stove uh, show on tomorrow at six. Yep, and and I know that maybe some people are like, "Well, hold on, Lake." You, 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 I'm surprised that you're that you're keeping it real about. I keep, I try to keep it real about all the teams and all the players and all the like. At the end of the day, as much as I'm a Twins fan, I got to be honest with my assessment. He has a lot to prove. Joey Gallo needs to come in here, and he needs to. Not only be a better version of him, of himself, yeah. not be Miguel Sano. Please do not be Miguel Sano. Because if you look at Miguel Sano's stats for his career, Miguel Sano has struck out 1,042 times. Okay? Joey Gallo has struck out 1,048. So... Joey Gallo, the signing of Joey Gallo means nothing to me with regards to name recognition. It means everything to me if he's improved. And take a look at the batting averages of Miguel Sano versus Joey Gallo. We saw way too many times where... Miguel Sano is batting 223, 204, 247, 199, 264. Right? Like the, the 264 year in 2017, I actually can kind of, I can live with that, right? Because he's gonna go ahead and he had 28 home runs, okay? With a 264 batting average. Yeah. 236 before that, 269 before that. Look at the batting averages for, for Joey Gallo. Like 162, 159, 160, 223, 181. It's rough, man. Yep. It's it's rough. Are you concerned? Uh, very. Especially when you're, I know you're talking a lot offensive, but looking at the depth chart for the outfield, we don't need another outfielder. <laughs> we have Kirloff. We have, you know, Byron Buxton if he can stay healthy. Max Kepler may or may not be in the Twins uniform. Come yeah, March, but we'll see. I, I think the speculation around Max, a lot of people feel like he's about to get moved. Yeah. So, so but but a, but a guy like Nick Gordon has a bright future. He's a young he's a young stud in the outfield. He can play defensively. It's just a matter of being an offensive hitter. And th- there's a lot of depth in this outfield. And I think Joey adding somebody like Joey Gallo, which is basically, you know, at this based on how last year went, is just a. Max Kepler is a poor man's Joey Gallo, basically. It's kind of how he played, at least at certain times it felt like. But 
Uh, I would take Max Kepler over Joey Gallo on both sides of the ball. <laughs> it's yeah. it's rough, but yeah, I, I don't I don't understand getting one sixty eight as an average where where that's appealing in any facet of this game. And they're saying that the uh, the um, the you can correct, correct me if I'm wrong that the amount of money that he's paid being paid for the one year is eleven million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's, I, that's, that's what, a lot of money. That, that 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 had me scratching my head too. I'm like. And, and, and here's why it's a lot. We have his sixty million dollars to to use this offseason, and now eleven of that is being used towards a one sixty eight batter. <laughs> that's that's what's really baffling about this. Is yeah, you have sixty million dollars, but you could get a sixty million dollar hitter that you know hits three sixty eight instead of one sixty eight. Joey Gallo's making eleven million dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. I, which you know, salary cap's not a thing in baseball. We all know like the pockets are deep. When they need to be, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that eleven million dollars for somebody that is literally just a name that that surprised me. That really does. If you're a Twins fan, six five one four six one nine two two six, what did you make of this signing? Did it excite you? Maybe I'm on the opposite end of what a lot of Twins fans are thinking about when we talk about Joey Gallo. And I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to rain on the parade. I'm not trying to be the Joey Gallo uh, hater or anything like that because. I am going to be the I'm a, I'm going to be a big time Joey Gallo supporter because I am a Minnesota Twins fan, right? But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sh- look. If I'm not shying away from criticizing Jorge Polanco or Miguel Sano um, or anybody on the team, then of course I'm not going to be shy to, to criticize a guy coming in here that's going to make a good chunk of change that we need to be a better version of himself. Joey Gallo with the Yankees may have been a little bit more appealing, but once he went to L.A., it was kind of game over for him. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is from Vegas. Maybe he's just spending too many time, too much time on the Strip. Who knows? <laughs> that's, that's my hot take for that, at least. Who but knows, who knows but honestly? It, but, but his batting average with the Yankees through the 58 games that he, that, that, he, that he played in 2001 and then the 82 that he played in 2022, I mean – 160 and 159? That's not good. Like, that's, I guess at the end of the day, when I think about this conversation, this one kind of blindsided me a little bit. I I didn't see this one coming. Of all of the spots that you need, I didn't think about an outfielder in Joey Gallo coming to Minnesota. I thought about, well, what type of pitcher are we getting? Or, 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 let me, let me factor this in. And we'll get to Carlos Correa a little bit later because. There's a little bit of a hiccup with the whole Carlos Correa going to the Giants situation in case you hadn't heard, if you're a Twins fan. Like, something popped up in his physical, and they were supposed to initially have a press conference today. That did not happen. It's been postponed. I guess there's some sort of medical red flag, which I find a little bit weird. But but we'll, we'll see. This is before they go ahead and sign off on any on any deals. Um, they have not officially announced Carlos Correa to San Francisco just because of some some issue, and they're saying it's a it's a medical issue. So we'll see how this plays out. But once Carlos Correa was off the board or is off the board, right? Because yeah. no, nothing says that he's gonna not be a Giant. Yep. The name that I pivoted to after that was Swanson. I wanted yep. him from Atlanta. Yeah, uh, it was fun watching you know the last two weeks watching all these big time big name players that are free agents slip through the fingers of the twins and now i'm just like okay we're gonna do something here what are what are are we doing like if we're not 
if we're not cashing in this offseason, I feel like we've said this for the last couple offseasons, if we're not cashing in, the, in this offseason, what are we doing? Um, pitching is a big, big problem because we have bats. I know we have bats. It, injuries and whatever plagued us this year, but mm-hmm. pitching, that's what we really needed. That would have probably gotten us a little bit better and closer to the promised land than, you know, than we wanted to. It wouldn't have gotten us maybe in the playoffs, but we wouldn't be in as bad of a spot as we were if we had better pitching. And yeah. that's, you know, I feel like that's just a broken record at this point. I'm with you, man. All right, 651-461-9226. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, any phone calls are welcome. But I also want to say thank you to a special group out there. They could be listening, by the way. We do that next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake and Josh Wheeler. Until nine. I want to say to all of those out there that are listening, that are delivery workers and postal service employees, thank you. And and I mean that. I, I wanna I wanna thank all of you for the work that you do. And I, I know that the, the the comeback from some many of you that are listening or callers or whatever will say, uh, well they get paid. That's their job. I'm like, duh, I know that. I get that. I understand that. I know that these individuals get paid to do a job. But I don't think that they get thanked enough. I don't. And I I, I appreciate them. I really do. And I, I think that the people that that work the delivery jobs and the postal service employees this time of year. They work harder than most folks give them credit for this time of year. They do. And, and i give you a perfect example. I saw um, the U.S. Postal Service people hard at work this past Sunday. This past Sunday. Because typically when you think about, you know, you know, seeing the mailman, all this stuff, whatever you think, you know, Monday through Friday or, you know, Saturday morning. But no, on Sunday. And, and USP, uh, the um, UPS or the FedEx, this time of year, people want their gifts. They yeah. want their packages. They want this. They want everybody because everybody gets in their feelings about getting their stuff on time, right? They do. I, I, I give you a perfect example of myself. I made some orders on Black Friday and also on Cyber Monday. And pretty much boom, 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 boom. Things just came. Rapid fire, right? Uh, there was one. There was one I had to check in on. I emailed them and I said, "Hey, um, just want to make sure. I just wanted to see where you know my stuff is or when it's going to get shipped out to me. Just because I want to see if I'm going to get it by Christmas, right? Make sure that I'm getting it." And they were on top of it, like they they made sure that because they hadn't shipped it yet. Because I was getting, I was kind of concerned. It'd been like a couple weeks. Literally, from the moment that I sent them the email, and their customer service was awesome. They hit me back like later that evening. I got the package, I want to say maybe like four days afterwards, which is good. But my my point is is that I don't think that the people that are out there driving around, hard at work, delivering packages, as we speak, they're listening to this show. They're listening to you and me gab back and forth over the next few hours. I want to say thank you because I don't think that they get appreciated. Uh, enough appreciation. Not enough. Seriously. You know, you got any kids? Uh, no kids yet. No kids yet. All right. I don't have any kids either. And I keep saying, yeah, but I'm old now. So so <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see if that ever materializes for me. 
But, yeah, man, Santa, thank you, Santa. Thank you for getting those gifts to everybody, wherever they live. Jason DeRussia, Maple Grove, thanks for getting him his gifts. Thanks for getting the gifts to Susie Jones or whoever out there yeah. is a part of you know the WCCO uh, family. Uh, it just it's it's a lot of work, man. And and I think that to, to, to me, there are people, and we've seen these videos from time to time, whether it's on Twitter or on social media. These people that are delivery workers in the industry, they go above and beyond because they want kids to have gifts. They want the packages to get arrived to people on time. Yeah, on time. And I think there's people that take pride in that. Now, in any uh, you know way of life or, or any occupation or job, there will be people that will be like, okay, yeah, uh, where's my check? And they, and they don't really care as much about you know the follow-through. Yeah. But if there's ever going to be a time of year where you want the customer service to be top-notch, it's right now. Right now. By the way, are you a big Black Friday Usually, Cyber Monday. Usually, but eh, nothing's really appealed. Nothing's really appealed to me this year. So, okay, yeah, uh, kind of give or take. This year was the most I ever did with yeah. Cyber Monday. I, I'm typically not that guy. I've never really jumped into the Black Friday stuff that much. I've only participated twice, and this year I did. I ran out and, and grabbed something on on Black Friday this mm-hmm. year, but I'm not. I'm typically not that guy. But then again, I'm not necessarily a big online shopper. Yeah, not really. I'm an old school go. And I heard I heard Chad Hartman talking earlier today on his show, and Chad says I'm not a mall guy. I am a mall guy. Oh, 100. What's wrong with being a mall guy? Yeah, I like to try my clothes on for sure. Who? How many times do I want to sit and and, and 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 order something online? It gets shipped to me, and I can't fit the pants. Yeah. Or yeah. I can't fit the shirt. Yeah. And I know I'm getting older, and I my metabolism ain't the same. But I want to fit my damn clothes. Yeah, I want to be able to go get my stuff now instead of wait for it and risk, you know, like you said, not fitting. So, yeah, for sure, I'm more of a convenience factor guy with that. So I'm I'm like you are old school. Go out and get it. Buy it now instead of just getting it online, you know, risking maybe getting lost, especially this time of year. So, All right, so I, I do got to ask this, though. Is your wife, is she a big uh, online shopper? Yes. <laughs> so, you, so you guys are kind of, you know, the opposites. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're talking like Scott Calvin, Santa Claus, the boxes are piled to the ceiling in the front of the door. <laughs> that tall, yes. It, it's bad. She's listening to the show right now. Like, I hope what? so. If not, I'll play it back for her just to, <laughs> as a therapy session. We'll why see. is my husband outing me right now? Why is he oh, throwing? Yeah, why sure. is he throwing me under the bus? Oh, for man. sure, for sure. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's that time of year. Well, you know, this is going to be the first year in which every single gift that I'm giving for Christmas is going to be a gift card. And I know that people will be like, "Well, no, you're only giving out." Yeah, because this is one of those situations where. It's a travel thing, and so you're not, like, going all over the country with a million boxes. That's just not going to happen, right? So it's going to be that small family gathering where it's all about being together, spending time, cherishing each other's company, um, being thankful for our time together. And, uh, yeah, I'll hook you up with some uh, 
with some cash or some gifts. I know, I, def- I, I, I know the person's going to be most excited for that, of course, is my sister. My younger sister's going to be like, okay, I'll take the cash. <laughs> give me the cash. Hey, honestly, that's a great alternative. If somebody doesn't know what to get get for you, just give them a gift card or give them a Visa gift card or give them cash. Or cash. And buy whatever they want. It's like the best thing in the world. It who, is. It's, who, it's a get-out-of-jail-free card. I mean, who turns down cash? Not me. What did Wu-Tang say years ago? Cash rules everything around me. Get Indeed. the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. My goodness. Man. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Earlier today, there was, um, I would say, a very um, sensitive topic that Chad Hartman got into revolving around a story that I saw actually last night in the Minneapolis Star Tribune about a, a appeals court stating that a law enforcement suicide may qualify for killed in line of duty survivors benefit. That one made me think, and I was listening to the topic earlier with Chad. I definitely wanted to dive into tonight. we get to that next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.